Coaching School podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Manifestation Coach, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about tapping into deeper dimensions of self-love. So before we get started, I'd like you to just take a moment to drop into a expansive state of presence. Deepening into a presence where you're removing your focus from your daily activities and getting kind of into a meditative state. So releasing your focus from things that you need to get done and being in that go, go, go mode and dropping into your presence, dropping into this present moment, releasing ideas of the future, releasing ideas of the past this is truly all we have right here right now this is it we're in the here and now and this is all we have and just look at your reality everything you think is going on the room that you're in just notice the walls around you whether you're sitting in the chair or sitting on the ground wherever you're at just notice your space Ground yourself in your space, feel yourself in the space around you, and just recognize how much of your reality is going on in your imagination, first of all. (laughs) First of all, recognize that everything that you see in the physical is keeping you grounded here. The walls, the floor, become aware of the ceiling. If you're outside, the sky, the trees, the ground, the plants. So grounding yourself in your space and then noticing everything that you think is currently happening right now. Everything that you think is manifesting. Everything that you think is real. The reality you think you're in, right? Just become aware of what that is. What are you assuming already? What, do you, what assumption are you placing on this present moment? What do you believe is in place in your reality? What's in store? What's in place? And just realize that you're doing that. You're in control of this. are forming all of this with your mind. So become aware of that and then tune into what do you really desire. Let's get on the highest path here in this episode. In this podcast episode, let's get on the highest path. So visualize all the manifestations that you want to come into form. See yourself on this path and place these realities into the here and now. Tell yourself, you know, this gets to manifest now. You get to have this now. So you're merging this here and now presence with your desired manifestations. 
merge them together. And deepening into just the knowing that your desires are obvious, you know? And your desiring comes from a place of deep self-love. Deepening your self-love means what exactly for you, right? Taking care of your body. How are you already doing things that are really loving to yourself? Taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, your peace. How are you already being loving to yourself? This is this came up for me because I've been watching the Winter Olympics a little bit. And I got really triggered. <laughs> because I felt they're really some dangerous sports in the Winter Olympics. The other one where they're pushing the thing on the ice and scraping the ice, that one is that one seems pretty safe and that one seems to be on a lot when I turn the TV and I forget the name of it. <laughs> but there's a lot of the other sports that are really freaking me out right now. And I was like, why am I getting so triggered by these high-risk sports? And it dawned on me, it's because I'm trying to tune into a deeper self-love. And it's just making, it's heightening my awareness of how we're so encouraged in this world to not be self-loving. And my history of being an athlete is also part of that. So that exists in me too. And so I'm watching these sports and I'm really like, I can't even keep the TV on very long before I get freaked out because I'm literally scared for them. I can't watch it without losing my peace. And so... I realized this is this is about self-love. I'm not willing to put my body at risk like that. And you know, the fact that it's encouraged it just shows, you know, the layers of this lack of self-love that the majority of our world has and then all the people watching it and supporting it and I'm not saying like the solution is to like cancel it like no I don't I'm just saying bringing I'm just talking about bringing awareness to self-love bringing awareness to a deeper sense of self-love to those who are interested in that right it's about what you're interested in. So I'm interested in deepening my self-love because that makes me feel more loving, 
makes me feel good. It makes me feel like my life is a consistent, stable existence of health and love and peace. And that's what I want. I want my life to be a stable, consistent unfolding of peace and enjoying moment to moment, a joyful moment to moment experience. You know, like the simple things that I do throughout the day, like just really savoring my yoga practice. Like each movement that I make, I'm fully there for it. Like I expand my presence in my physical activity of the day, whatever I'm doing. Swimming, yoga, Zumba, going for a walk. So then I can, from this place, I can savor things like eating, you know? And savoring the moment is how I can love myself in the moment because I'm not skipping over myself. I'm not skipping over my needs. You know, and so many of us have been programmed to think that fulfilling our needs like this, you know, really giving time for ourselves, time for us to fulfill our own needs, it's viewed as selfish. It's viewed as narcissistic or self-absorbed. And although it, it could become that if we ignore the needs of others, you know, it's one thing to fulfill your own needs and still be aware of others' needs and respectful of others' needs and compassionate than to just be in this total cutoff state where you're just aware of your own needs and it's like no one else exists. You know, it's like finding that balance between realizing, you know, there is a world with a lot of people in it that need a lot of self-love and then being solely focused on your own self-love, right? So there is a balance when it comes to finding that healthy selfishness. But fulfilling our needs is a way that we deepen our self-love and it's also like sometimes we just have to be curious about what our needs are we're not always going to know it's like being present with ourselves in the moment and as you're more attuned to your pure consciousness like the awareness that is watching the mind and body then you you start to fall in love with your mind body and get to know what it needs moment to moment as it moves throughout the ever-changing universe. (laughs) We don't know always who we're going to be. So coming back to what you desire, getting back on that highest path of desire deepening into your self-love 
then noticing where you're already being loving towards yourself and noticing where you're not being loving to yourself. Like, for example, what I was saying about the Winter Olympics, watching that for me acknowledged where in my psyche I wasn't actually being loving towards myself. I'm not willing to put my body in risky situations because I love my body and I would never want the chance of harming it. And I get to have that, right? You get to have your desires met. So whatever self-love dimension that you need to deepen into yourself the purpose of this talk is to just encourage that for people who are interested in deepening self-love because they want to experience more love in their life right making life a moment-to-moment experience in the here and now of all the loving and pleasurable savoring savoring of the mundane life experience Because we can be like thrill seekers and seek adrenaline rush and totally skip over all the little things like just waking up in the morning and brushing your teeth. Like that can be an ecstatic experience. (laughs) You know? Even that can be like how I'm talking about in my yoga class, I like savor every movement. Like even waking up in the morning and going to brush your teeth can be a savoring experience of love. But because the mind is has been trained, right? The mind, you can train your mind to do probably just about anything but because a lot of our minds have been trained in this world to think we're not good enough if we're just savoring brushing our teeth in the morning like that's not good enough like get to work (laughs) get to work what are you doing you cannot be enjoying brushing your teeth what are you a child you know there's this pressure in the outer world that we can feel and it becomes a choice to tune into self-love, to tune into being the creator of your own reality and not inviting in external forces and external belief systems that don't support you, don't support who you really are. 
So it becomes a conscious choice and you grow in this maturity to choose to savor the mundane things, choose to savor the little things in life that really aren't so little. They're actually, you know, if you're doing something every single day, that's a big deal, right? Like that energy compounds. And if you're just always like brushing over brushing your teeth for example or you're always just like skimming over you know making food and eating it or making a drink and it's just like some tea some coffee and you just like skip over it like it's nothing because your mind is too preoccupied with seeking something better Yet, every single day, you're making coffee and tea, or every single day, you're brushing your teeth and getting out of bed. You know, the things that you, that is a part of you every single day, don't you think we should love them? Like, they're not going away, you know? As long as we're in this human body, we're going to have to brush our teeth every single day. As long as we're, we're animating this human form, we're going to have to drop into the deeper dimension of self-love and enjoyment of these daily activities. Yet society or the outer world, whatever we want to call it, what we think the world out there believes is that like that's not good enough to live a fulfilling life. (laughs) But you're bringing your conscious attention, you're bringing your presence into that. You're bringing spirit into form when you're being so deeply present with these daily activities and really valuing them because you're not just valuing the physical, you're valuing your energy that you put on the physical, you know? So how do you individually need to deepen your self-love? And you may not know the answer to that in this moment, that's okay, but asking the question starts to bring it to you. The answer will come to you. Deepening into a deeper self-love a deeper dimension of self-love. For me, it stopped being loving to rush myself. And if I think back on my past, like my childhood, you know, the childhood is like the beginning of our patterns. So... Like how, if you think back, how many times were you rushed as a child? 
<laughs> How many times was I rushed to skip over the little things and just get my ass to swim practice? <laughs> or school, right? It's like we spend the first part of our lives like totally escaping ourselves, totally escaping self-love. And then as adults who are interested in finding more peace and happiness and really living the life we want, like we piece back together the things that we lost, the things that we lost focus in. Because now we're fully in charge of ourselves. And then you start studying manifestation and you realize you're fully in charge of your whole reality. <laughs> so deepening into self-love, what does that look like for you? Not having to go anywhere and not having to do anything and being content with that, you know? And like, I'm not saying I'm, I do this every day or all the time because a lot of the time I like being busy. I like having things to get done, but I don't like to be rushed when, when I'm not in the mood to be busy, right? It's like listening to what we feel, listening to what our feelings are guiding us to. And you know, it's like balancing the masculine and feminine within ourselves. This is another aspect of self-love because I find it seems men are have a, more of a challenge of listening to their feelings I also know men who who do listen to their feelings all the time but it seems like the norm or the general vibe out there is that it's somehow looked down on if a man is being sensitive to his feelings and that's how men you know, cut off their connection to their inner anima or feminine, divine feminine. Anima is a Jungian psychology term. So bringing more wholeness to the psyche is a ultimately self-loving thing. So balancing out masculine and feminine will also deepen the dimension of self-love within oneself. For women, making friends with an inner masculine that is protective of themselves, you know, knowing how to protect yourself as a woman, that's activating your divine masculine energy, balancing that in yourself, taking care of yourself.
knowing how to discern about where you put your focus, discerning where you put your focus, right? That's a masculine energy of being able to, you know, cut off conversations when they're no longer serving you, for example. I I have a lot of friends, like feminine friends, who tend to get into the listening role all the time in their relationships. And like that, like where, to what point does that become unhealthy to you? And your divine masculine energy will help you discern, right? To tune into getting your need met, right? If you have a need to stop listening to someone's story, you deserve to have that need met. You deserve that. Now, are you going to depend on the other person to just know your need? Or are you going to activate your inner protector? Are you going to activate your inner masculine to set those boundaries for yourself? So there are all different kinds of ways that life presents to us. (laughs) So many different options so we can practice balancing our divine masculine, divine feminine energies. There's so many opportunities for this. (laughs) But the main thing is that you have your inner world aligned, you know? The main thing is that you have your inner world aligned to your highest desires and a deeper dimension of self-love. So, you know, you could listen to this episode today, listen to this podcast episode, and you're like, I'm not not sure how I can have a deeper dimension of self-love in my life. But like the way it's funny how manifesting works is you know every information that you take in it's definitely going to come out at some point like you're going to manifest some kind of circumstance or synchronicity or like it just always is coming to you like all the energy that you're doing listening to this podcast episode and thinking about your psyche evaluating your life reflecting on ways that you are already self-loving and reflecting on ways that you could manifest more self-love. Like, it will come to you. And it's like tuning... No, not tuning. Training yourself to notice it. Training yourself to notice when... Okay, I spent this time listening to this podcast about deepening into deeper dimensions of self-love deepening into deeper dimensions of (laughs) self-love that's like kind of hard to get out of my mouth (laughs) deeper dimension of self-love podcast episode and then like I started manifesting 
watching the Winter Olympics and feeling really freaked out because I'm trying to manifest more self-love over here and I'm watching these people put themselves in very risky situations and it's like triggering me. Why is this triggering me so much? Because it's showing me where my desire is. My desire is to be safe. My desire is to be healthy. My desire is to be peaceful, happy, loved, honored, valued, appreciated. And when I see people getting in, putting themselves in dangerous situations, when there's no reason to, other than their own will, their own choice to do so, that freaks me out, right? Because that is not something that I'm choosing for myself. I'm choosing presence, I'm choosing safety, I'm choosing love, I'm choosing connection. So you see the way, like everything in your life is serving you. And you train yourself to see that, like actually see it, that wow, everything is manifesting based off of my thoughts, based off of my desires, and being able to understand your reality, understand how everything you see is reflecting back to you something in your psyche. And not everything is conscious. I love that Carl Jung calls it the unconscious because that is feels way more true to me than subconscious because unconscious there is always going to be a deeper aspect of ourselves that we're not aware of right now like the unconscious is is real like you can't live a human life and always be fully in your unconscious in the deeper dimensions of your psyche and spirit like we tend to more touch on deeper aspects of ourselves and then we go back out into the more shallow aspects because it's that balance it's always going to be that yin and yang dark and light alignment and contrast and finding equanimity and balance within this experience of opposing energies. This is what creates life force movement. You know, movement is coming from the tension of the opposites. So balancing out for women who are more in their feminine energy, although the world really promotes masculine energy as far as like 
we're not worthy unless we're getting things done. We're not worthy unless we're doing stuff. Or like, you know, getting the thrill And for men who are maybe feeling like why you know why in the world are people saying like that's weak or like you know there's so many things put on men for being in their feminine it's like I think it's it seems extra hard for men to really value their inner feminine because it feels to me like society really deters them from that. And that's because society is mainly patriarchal. So uh, the focus, the energy is more towards, you know, production, getting things done. You are what you do instead of you are who you are you are who you are and who are you right maybe we should spend some time getting to know that (laughs) on a psychological level on a spiritual level emotional level mental level dropping into the feelings letting your feelings teach you listening to your own feelings feelings are so full of information. So some people have the spiritual gifts of being um, clairaudient, clairsentient, and then there's the other one for knowing, which the name of it is escaping me right now. So you just get downloads of knowing or you get downloads of hearing or you get downloads of feeling so i'm clairsentient and i can get feelings for things like i can feel the energy of a situation but not really always have the right words for it i do my best to put it in words but i tend to attract friends who have the the knowing gift and we're a great team but you can also like in psychology the personality types like i'm an enfp well i'm balanced in my e and i function e slash i and fp so the perceiving versus judging like someone who is an enfj that J function is like the one that they put things into words that I feel. (laughs) So, knowing what you're gifted at also helps. And feeling will give you information about your life situations people as well you know how does someone make you feel that tells you a lot 
not only about about the energy they're putting out but what you're assuming and what you're triggered by or what in you is getting activated by this particular person you know people we're we're all like always reflecting parts of ourselves to each other you know because we're all human we all have <laughs> we all have feelings we all have thoughts we all have passed we all have had our own childhood upbringings like every human being right has their own psychological processing going on so like there's so many similarities but yet it's like a diamond like there's so many different cuts of the diamond so many different perspectives of the same diamond So in in the present moment, you can feel, right? Feelings are really about the present. Feelings bring you more into the present. So when you drop into your feelings, how do you feel in this moment? And you bring more attention to that. That shows you what you're creating. It shows you what you're manifesting. It shows you what state of consciousness you're in. What do I believe right now? Well, I'm feeling like I just don't have enough time for everything I want to do. I feel like there's so much I want to get done and I don't have enough time. So what does that feel like in your body? when you go towards that feeling, information starts coming to you. You start seeing clearly the present moment. You're like wiping the fog off of your glasses, you know, and seeing yourself clearly, getting to know yourself in each moment. Who are you now? And and this isn't like just a separation thing because who are you now based on you just spent time in in a room full of people, like you're going to be affected by that. And who are you now that you have interacted with other people? Right? It changes your state. And we're all contributing to each other energetically all the time. So dropping into the truth of how you feel tells you what's going on for you under the surface. But there is that, you know, the mind has been, if your mind has been trained to do this, which I think is pretty much a majority of us, it likes to skip over that and just get to 
what it thinks it needs in the future to feel better. But if you actually just drop into the feeling in the here and now, you'll get the information about what you actually need to do to create what you want. And then I just like to close this podcast episode by returning back to the highest desire, you know, placing ourselves on that energetic platform of our highest desires repeatedly, you know, keep coming back to it, keep feeling into it and keep noticing how your reality is bringing you things that are helping you accomplish that because If you create the belief that your whole reality is serving you, everything is helping you to accomplish your desires and your desires are coming from this deep place of self-love, right? Love for yourself, love for others, love for the world. You want the best for everyone and everything. Like when the desires speak from this place, you know, your desires aren't just speaking from a limited ego and living in separation from everyone and everything. Your desires are coming from your spiritual self. I believe they're always coming from our spiritual self, but sometimes our our trauma or our shadow, our human conditioning can make it seem like Somehow we're not worthy of our desires, right? But you are worthy of all of your desires. You truly are. And and it's not actually that big of a deal that your desires manifest. It's actually normal. that belief right there is a huge aspect of this deeper dimension of self-love. When you love yourself, you want yourself to get its needs met. You want yourself to have what, what you want. And there's more to that in the, in the sense that we need to learn how to love ourselves, how to get, how to understand our own needs, you know? Sometimes needs manifest as a feeling, but you don't understand the feeling, so you like skip over it and and just focus on your circumstances, you know? Instead of going into, what do I need? Listening, right? That's a the feminine quality of listening to your own needs, listening to your own psyche, letting your psyche speak instead of just always dragging your psyche along and telling it what to do all the time. Listening to your higher self, listening to your shadow aspects, you know, listening to all this stuff that exists within us. There's so much happening in it in one present moment 
just within our own mind and psyche. If we're in that place, there's always the option to as well just rest as rest as your pure consciousness, rest as your awareness, the awareness of the mind-body. That's an option as well. It just depends on, again, your self-love, what feels loving to yourself in this moment. Sometimes we need to give attention to what our human needs instead of skipping over it and just focusing on enlightenment or getting the goal, getting the manifestation. Being loving towards oneself means you accept yourself as you are in this moment fully and you and you are willing to know yourself. Even if it's not what you think should be happening. <laughs> that conflict between what is and what you think should be. But if you're real with yourself, you'll see, you know, coming back to the very beginning of this meditation, you know, grounding yourself in your space, you see the walls around you. You're you're inside these walls. Your body is here. The chair your breath. This is what is, and then everything else is happening inside of you, inside of your perception, your imagination, your mind, your psyche, and your awareness of the outer world. physically in our space the walls that surround you the ceiling the floor your body the breath and then just knowing that you are the creator the right energy, the right state of consciousness, anything you desire to manifest, it is yours and you are worthy of it and you you get to have your desires met, you get to have your needs met and you get to learn along the way, you get to deepen your understanding and 
expand your knowledge. And just returning back to this present moment. This is it. Nothing's too serious here. Nothing too serious going on here. This is a play. When you understand yourself and you understand why everything in your reality is manifesting, life becomes a lot more playful, in my opinion, because you realize you do have all the power in your reality. And you can really start to just play with it and have fun. With the right information, there's a lot of fun to be had. so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you